man. My brother Vince Bear Kitugua. Did I say that right? Yeah, that's pretty Kitugua. good. Kitugua? That's pretty good. Can't believe I haven't learned that yet nah. after all these years. My cousins and my aunties <laughs> have a hard time pronouncing it too. <laughs> that's okay. Man, it's such a pleasure to have you just come up and just hang out. You know, it's been like... I don't know. It's been forever. First time, I think. Yeah, first time being here. Here, being here. Uh, you know. I'm always seeing you down there. Yeah, we always and see each other in, in in passing. You know, all the time. So, tournaments or the warehouse, your warehouse, <laughs> <laughs> HQ. So, so to be in your domain, this place is amazing. So thank you for having me, man. man I pleasure, it. pleasure, man. It's been uh, you know we're meeting, meeting, talking to a few people downstairs, you know, and kind of like helps. I can't help but reminisce, you know just on how we met right all those years ago at uh it was in where was that at in orange county at uh chinguinas you know on the mats yeah man i don't even know what year that was what was that maybe like maybe oh two ish oh five maybe oh five ish maybe see, I, was, I think i was going to japan to japan yeah, at that time for sure. so it's probably like 2003 four three four ish maybe yeah yeah i remember you said come come was, from Santa Fe and beat us up at Tinguinas. <laughs> and then you would always do this pass. I forgot I was like a blue belt or something. And you do this pass. I'm like, man, I was like, no matter what you do, like he's, he's like, he's going to pass like with that one thing. And it was like head now, like looking at it, like 20 years later, I was like, Oh, I was like, head, I was like head isolation, tripod, then windshield wipering the foot. And I was like, I was like, that's my jam now. That's all I do to all the that's all I do to all the white belts and black belts now. I'm like, that's my jam. So thank you for that. Oh man, that was that's like yeah, there was he had some tough guys too. Yeah, I remember, you know, because there weren't that many, right? He was like the guy, right? Yeah. And uh and there was some tough guys and Grant, Grant just moved here to Yeah, from your space. From New Mexico. So he was just kind of establishing himself here. That was before Gracie Baja came to Southern California. It was kind of just like Tinguina and Orange County and then Gerson up in LA. He was the guy, right? He was the guy. He was the representative, you know? So it's like kind of crazy. Yeah. And one of the things I remember is you were just so enthusiastic. So enthusiastic. There was just like such like like love and passion, you know, uh, in your heart, you know? And I remembered that. And so I. I think you have, maybe you probably had that same effect on everybody that you met, you know, um, not everybody, but you know, the, just people remembered you because of that. No, I, I, I think like I was probably geeked out like anybody else, like kind of like, I think you were as well, you know, and I think, um, I think you were kind of going between fighting and stuff. And then I think like not many people know the story, but I think like, you know, you were our first athlete ever that like wore our stuff in like ADCC back. I, even, I forget what year it was. You probably remember, but like, and then you were doing MMA and we had people that like wore first, our stuff first in sponsored MMA. athlete, right? First, first sponsored, sponsored athlete. athlete. That <laughs> was like, that was like fighting like, like and at you, the and highest you, level. And, and you, you know? say, and you saved, right? You saved that, that, that rash guard yes, before you I made these. Like, like people, I think we got like the rash cards made specifically for you so you could fight. And I think I was like, I think it was like Hitman Dan or somebody that was like, like I was like Scotty or I was like, who can, who can I get rash cards from here? He's like, Oh, check Dan or this guy, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, so I think I like met like somebody in like Huntington beach. It, it had to be like Dan or something. And I was like, Hey, I just need to get like these five rash cards made. I got to put like this, like crane in the back, like, you know, like karate <laughs> kid, like crane in the back. Cause like, that's Alberto's thing. And then we just got to put a logo. So and now seen that shirt. There's like a, a guy with a crank kick, you know. Dude, we should remake that shirt. That thing was so sick. Now looking at it, that was like, that thing is iconic. It was like Karate Kid, but it had like 
crane. Oh man, yeah. It was like a picture of me, right? Like yeah, a, 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 it was with so a little sick. Japanese, like karate, karate kid style, you know? Like <laughs> I, MMA. I, I forget. I forget about it, but that's like, you know. I think there's like, there's very few people like in the beginning stages of the brand, you know. And I think that's what we were super fortunate. I think that's probably why, like, I think like for us, like we always have like a really good connection with you, and like you've been always so like generous to like keep us through, no matter what you went through like highs and lows, you know, and like, um, you know, you would take us on the biggest stage or, mm. you know, if it was something else, like if it wasn't the biggest stage, you would still like ride with us like all that time, you know? And then I think for us, like, you know, we could have been a brand that like just kind of fizzled out and like, you know, it was just kind of a hobby and we got like fortunate and lucky enough to like still be able to do this now, you know? Mm. But so it was like, I think like f full circle, it's nice to like be able to work with people since the beginning, you know, it doesn't always work out that way. Right. Because sometimes people go their own paths and there's nothing wrong with that. But, right. um, but yeah, I mean, you, you were like our guy and like ADCC, like you were our horse, you know, like, you know, <laughs> now, you know, now it's like, okay, Hey, like, do you want to have like Mikey or Bouchesh or, you know, Gordon or whoever the guys are now. But like back then it was like, who's going to ride with us? Who, who, who can, who can rep us? And then till now, you know, we're still like you, but together, you were you so. were you were intertwined with the Nor NorCal guys too, right? So like like Gil Melendez and a lot of MMA guys. And remember, I remember you were trying to help me get a fight in Guam. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're like interconnected like that. Yeah, they had, they had MMA fights out there. Yeah, it was weird, right? Because I was just like a college kid here, but then I had like since I'm from, you know, I was born here, but then I spent a lot of my time over on Guam, where my family's from, and then like. I would go back and forth during that time. And like, besides doing jujitsu, mm. like there'd be like MMA was huge back then. Right. So it was like, you had promotions over there saying, Hey, well, do you have guys? I was like, you know what? Like, let me check Alberto. Let me check some of the guys. Maybe, maybe I'll like Alberto's fighting like some of these like bigger shows in, in Japan. So maybe he doesn't have a guy, but maybe he has another guy. And it was kind of like that. And then you had that you're, at that time, you're like, Oh, I can't fight it. Cause I'm busy, but like, maybe I have one or two guys that I can send. I'm like, perfect. So, yeah, a little bit of that. It was like that whole era of like era forums, right? And there's yeah. forums. Everybody's on the forums, right? Kind of just like now there's probably like it's Reddit, right? But back then it was like every like fighter had like their own profile on the forums back then and they would post, right? Like now I guess it's like TikTok and like Instagram and everyone's like that's their mm -hmm. forum. But yeah, back then it was like that was the like that's where everyone communicated, you know, and that's, that was the tribe, you know? So, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I was, like, I was trying to remember like when you, the, the, the fighting and then just the, the, the scene right back then, it was like, there were barely any tournaments as yeah. well. Um, and so how did you, how did you get your information? Like tournament results and, you know, footage. Yeah. It's, 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 it's interesting, right? Cause I didn't like, I think, you, back then you, you traveled a lot, at least just for me watching you from mm -hmm. afar, right? Like you were on the circuit, you were competing in Brazil, you're going to Asia. I didn't travel like that much back then. So I didn't have that exposure access, right? And we didn't have like internet was just like 1.0 at that point, mm -hmm. you know? So like we didn't- 1.0 dial up, but <laughs> AOL, <laughs> yeah. the AOL days. Like they didn't have like, if you're- if Before you're, cell phones, right? You're lucky, you're lucky to get like a scanned image on the internet on the webpage back then, right? Like image only, you know? So I think for us, like internet was still kind of like somewhat, like not really a thing yet. Mm -hmm. People didn't really even have web pages yet. But I think back then most of the information was just like locally what was happening. And we were just lucky enough to be in Southern California. Right. Um, and then I think like everybody would come through Brazil and mm. this or that. Right. And then like you started to figure it out and you're like, oh, you're not, you're in Huntington beach and like 
or in that area specifically or Torrance and you're like, oh, this is that guy. That's that guy. You start like talking to people. Yeah. And then I think at that point it was all VHS. Um, and then like, but the stuff here, everybody had kind of the same stuff. You would buy like the Panther videos off Panther of like videos. Black Belt magazine or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> or you would like, I haven't heard about the Panther videos, but that was, that was straight that up was where you got the stuff. Yeah. That was like the instructional back then, yeah, right? And that's I, how you learned jujitsu. Like you wanted to get extra stuff, right? That you couldn't get in class. Or you would like see like a technique sequence in like Black Belt magazine or inside Kung Fu or whatever it was back then, you know, that's kind of old, old, old footage, right? Mari Sperry, Mari Sperry, Mari Sperry, Bustamante, Carl, anybody that was like an MMA star or just a guy, they had like a Panthers promotion. They were like the BJJ, you know, they were like the BJJ fanatics of like back in the day, you know, but I think, um, and I think, I think the stuff that was like really cool that like most people, didn't have access to here because like they would just look at that stuff. I think I met like a, I think I met like a buddy and then he had like dibs to like this guy that was just like recording VHS tapes and it was like ripping them off of like sports TV in Brazil and then all the, all the Japanese channels in Japan. So he would have like all like mm. the Brasileiro sport TV, Passando Aguara, like tapes in like 2000, mm. you know? And then he would have like, he's like, Hey, I got this like 20 bucks, you know, it was just like he recorded it off of his VHS and, and that's like, it was like, he, and then he would have like the new pride, you know, in VHS, like we didn't get pride here. And then you would buy that tape for like 15 bucks, you know? And like, you're like oh my God, you see what's happening over here? Like they got like music videos and there's like jujitsu mixtapes going on. And like, you see like fighters and then like, and then you had that. And then the opposite of that was like going to the Gracie Academy and learning like a technique or whatever your local gym was a Machado gym or whatever. And like, that was basic. Man, so. That was, that was just, uh, you know, the, what we had to go through to get to footage, right. <laughs> yeah. And to see things happening. And now we're just talking about this downstairs, right. How it's like, you know, floor grappling and just even all these training websites, you can just get stuff before it's even in the tournaments. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And that you get that stuff and we were kind of going right. Like the way that the stuff evolves is just like, insane you know like now with like TikTok, we're here talking on a podcast right like it's like it's like the evolution of technology and how things are how how people like reconstruct whatever the new world of what jujitsu and grappling looks like i think it's like i think it's cool and exciting i think like, i think we were talking about it before it's like you can like you can appreciate what the past was and give credit to what that is mm -hmm. and there was that, there was something beautiful about that but then what it kind of evolves to like if you don't evolve with it you know or kind of be on the front to help it evolve like you kind of get stuck you know it's so. one of the things that I, I really appreciate about you and i appreciate about show your role and the culture is you guys always give on you always honor the people the the old school guys the, the you know guys are old you know everybody gets older but you honor like you honor the people that that kind of you know paved the path right and that's something special you know that's something special. And I think that's, you know, you're thanking me, like, you know, I've been around and I, you know, I stay true. And I think that's one of the, that's one of the things that makes me like, I'm, I'm, I'm down show real for life, you know, like not to, you know, be all, you know, exaggerate, but really that's, that's, you know, you guys are real, you know, and uh, you're not just some, you know, business. It's like you guys, you guys live it and you guys are about the right things that really matter. No, man, we, we appreciate it. And I think like it's people like you and people that appreciate like, you know, kind of like the culture of what it is. And I think like, I, I think we don't know any better, right? Like, like maybe that's just like how we were brought up, you know? And I think like, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. like everybody doesn't become something because like 
they're like magical or the best, you know, like they had to like climb on the backs of somebody, you mm -hmm. know, and like, and I think like when there's props to be given, like you should just give love to where like mm. love is, you know? And I think like, I think like, you know, I think, I think you come from a generation of like Americans that pushed into, you know, kind of what, you know, like you're like the generation before like the Jeff Glovers and the Bill, Bill Coopers and, you know, and then that turned into the next generations of, you know, some of the other guys. And now it's the generation of like the Gordon Ryans and, you know, and before him it was like the Ryan Halls mm, and, mm. and, and now it's like whoever, you know, and then now you're, so, and the Rotolos and now, and all this, like this new generation of what it was, but like, you know, I think you came from a generation where there was like 10 of you guys tops, right? Like, BJ and you know and all these other guys through that era and I think like to to like pretend like it wasn't a thing like you know and, and it's people I don't I don't I don't want anybody anybody to be a history major right like and they all they really care about is what's current right and that's completely cool you know but I think like the fiber and the DNA of what the culture mm -hmm. is like you can't like I, I think it's it's really really hard to hide what that was and have that be like a fiber of who you are mm -hmm. right but if you represent the culture in an authentic way. I think that's you can do way. both and I think yeah. you can, you can honor who's current, right? Because that's probably who gets the eyes and the views. But I think like in terms of being associated with people that kind of helped, you know, the culture and you, right. And, and I think also from like an organic level, mm. you know, not just from like, Hey, we want to go sponsor like 10 legends and make mm. them a part of it. Right. And that's, and I'm not, not hating on that either. If you do that, that's cool too. But, um, but yeah, man, I think if you, if you push culture first and you're, you just want to be, authentic to chipping into the pot of what it is, I think we all win. You know, so. Like Paul Schreiner, like uh, Batata, yes. like, you know, <laughs> people probably don't know Batata, but like, you know, like all these guys, like they're, it's interesting, right? Because they're like, I'm, you know, Shoy Roll, like, you know, they're just, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's special. It's different. Yeah. It's I, different than any other brand, you know? I mean, I think there's a lot of like good brands out there. And I think for, I, I think we just try and like, you know, like there's, there's so many like, there's so many like untold stories of people. Right. And it's just like, and at the end of the day, I think for us, like, man, anybody can, especially nowadays, right? Like if you want to, can, can Florian, Kenny right? Kenny Florian. I when I was fighting yes. MMA, like, man, Tapout was paying him so much money. <laughs> and he was like, I'm going to wear a shorty roll t-shirt to walk out Dude. to the cage because bears, my boy, sure. I'm shorty roll. And then he, at one point he's like, we we're talking to his brother. We're, we're all together, and he's like, "Yeah, we had to like, we had to like, sorry, Barry, but I got, I got to, I got to take this money." <laughs> but the fact that they're willing to like, you know, you know, I don't think you, were, you know, just just to rep, you know, to go out to the cage. I don't know how many how many fights. There's so many fights, probably. Yeah, you it, know? it was like you know you had guys like because we because we like think we were one of the very few companies within that time. And you would know it because you're familiar, like specifically for that era. Like, jujitsu went through this weird time, right? Where it was like it was like jujitsu and MMA were together, together, Valley correct. Valley, right? And then and then MMA exploded, and jujitsu still kind of happened. Jujitsu right. still kind of stayed like kind of like hardcore, and then every company that was within jujitsu mm. became an MMA company, you know. And they kind of like ah I'll go back to jujitsu whenever. And we kind of stayed like a jujitsu jiu company, company. <laughs> like. Um, when even though everything said you should start making MMA stuff, everyone that's where the views are, blah, mm. blah, blah. And I think like we were just lucky enough to be like and we had relationships with people that like 
um, appreciated the stuff that we were doing and they were trying to find like a good, like in between balance between, you know, taking the money and, uh, and then still honoring like, you know, relationship. But for us, it was like, and take the money, right? Like, right, and right, we appreciate right. like yeah. you even just taking us this far, right? With you. And I think like, <laughs> I think Florian was one of those good examples. Like, man, he took us all the way to the end. All and I the think, way. And then he's like, dude, we got, I was like, take the money, man. Like we appreciate like everything we, you've been doing for us and we've been doing together. And I think, um, I think Florian was like super, was it? it had to be Florian. Yeah, it was Florian. I think like one of like the lawyers or something. Cause I think they started to go to, towards like a really strict like policy on banners and all this stuff. Mm. And he's like, Hey dude, like we got the last, like this banner. And I had to like sign waivers for like, you know, like uh, Zufa or whoever it was like for at the, the time, the logos and stuff, wherever like the company was that it was. And they're like, Dude, like the lawyers gave us so much, like so much shit, but you know, like we're able to get this last one passed. But after this, like, I don't know. Cause these guys are like the organization's changing so much. They were so. cracking down. They were getting sponsored by Reebok. So yeah, man, I'm, we're just super, we're super fortunate. Like all those guys, I think like, you know, I think even like, uh, maybe like Scotty on the mat, like he's done a good job at the time as well. Just like building like solid core relationships with people that, you know, he's worked with over a period of time. You know, I think like, um, th I think those, those things and th same thing, Scotty was like, you know, everyone's trying to like make a living from it and just trying to do it as long as they can. So, um, so him being in the space for a long period of time, like, and he was just like in there and then, you know, like, you know, we were just trying to help the guys that were like with us, you know, and like wherever that took us, great, yeah, you know, yeah. and um, we were just super fortunate. It's so interesting just how everything's evolved. And I'm so proud to, you know, <laughs> be friends with you all these years and just see the, see Show Your Old grow with all these, you know, the, all these celebrities and it's like the brand, right? And uh, just, it's, it's really cool. No, I'm man. Really, really proud of, yeah. of uh, yeah, just not losing the essence of it, you know? It's, it's, it started with the crane style, man. It started with <laughs> the, the crane, crane style. With the crane style. We got to bring back that. We got to bring back that graphic, man. That that, that, that rash guard, you know. Like, so it's like, but I, yeah, oh, man. Yeah. I, I, I think it's like, I think it's nice to see. I think it's nice to see the space kind of grow. And even like, like I mean, I remember when you're over in in Santa Fe, in New Mexico, New Mexico right, yeah. and just doing your thing, and you're just like jamming, and then like you came to LA and you started to do your thing here, right? And it's like to see what you've done in like a, a period of time, you know, like that's like, that's, that's like crazy. amazing. And then I, and I think it's just like the beginning of it. I think me and you were talking about it. It's like, we come from this like culture and sport. That's like, that's pretty like, it's, it's pretty loose, right? It's yeah, like culturally, back, it's pretty yeah. laid back yeah. and loose, but it's also like very like traditional and like conservative in terms of like ideology and what's okay, what's not okay. Mm. Right. Um, old school, new school. So I think like, I think with like this new generation of like people and kids that are kind of getting into jujitsu and places that are exploring more on like what, what jujitsu kind of is, I think it's like, you know, I think it's going to be like really rad and exciting. And I think you're in like what you're doing here and just like the people that are here training, you know, I think it's like, I think it's only the beginning and then yeah. we'll be having these conversations right. in like 10 years and then be like, can you believe that? Like, I remember that. <laughs> But it's, uh, it is, you know, I think, I think you're right. You know, like, I mean, look at what happened with the ultimate fighter, right? Like I remember because I opened up a second spot and I did a advertising on the, on the ultimate fighter, the first season, oh, you yeah. know, just, but just by, you know, actually Lloyd Irvin is like, you do it, I do a 30 second spot. I was like, okay, I did it. And, uh, cause I was opening a second spot. So I, I, we did it, whatever, but it blew up, right? It blew up. And that, and then the finals with uh, Stephen Bonner and, and, and Griffin, right? 
that 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 took it over the over the edge, right? And then then it began, right? Then it began. More people because of the popularity of the UFC and MMA, Joe Rogan, right, as well, just advertising jujitsu. But there's always that that MMA MMA like just self defense part that I think is uh, you know talk about old school. That needs to be part of jujitsu, right? I, For sure. I, I, I love sports jujitsu, man. I, I love it. I love, you know, I was Summer Bragos here doing Baron Bolos, Baron Bulls. I love it. I love learning different things, you know. But man, at the end of the day, like you need to know how to like fight and defend yourself, you know. And I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, it's, uh, it's we can't forget, you know. And yeah, uh, uh, and uh, so that's it's cool to kind of intertwine those things, but it's also nice to the jujitsu lifestyle as I'm older, right? Because I'm, you know, in my forties now and, you know, just, you know, I had a, I fought for, you know, a decade, right? MMA. And I'm so grateful to jujitsu, you know, because it gave me the lifestyle, it gave me the relationships, it gave me, you know, health and just every, you know, everything else that, that it brings. Right. Um, and I wouldn't have had, had that if I just fought MMA right off the bat. Right. Yeah. I, I think, I, I think like the community, right. The community of it. And I think like, you know, like I think when I come, when I came into this space and I'm like, man, like the stuff that you're doing here, you know, with like everybody has like a jujitsu gym and some people have like a workout gym within them. But like the stuff you're doing here, right, like right now, and I'm pretty sure it's going to adapt into, you know, whatever that version of what, what it's going to be in three to five years. But so I think it's like but I think also you have like a, a pretty open mind and you're curious, you know, and like you're also like you also believe in stuff that's like efficient, you know, so I think like. What that's gonna be, I think it's gonna be awesome because I don't. It's st- I feel like it's still like the beginning stages of what you're probably gonna build in the next five years, mm. or it's just like the infant infant stages kind of. And I think, um, and I think, I, I, in all honesty, I think like jujitsu is kind of in that same. It's at that same kind of crossroad, mm. right? Where like you have kind of like the two tribes jockeying for position and selling what they want to sell right you have sports jiu-jitsu and that's kind of what they know and that's what they're familiar with mm-hmm. and then not many people have like mma kind of like mm-hmm. experience or striking experience so they kind of like that's not really their thing and if you do that's a bonus and then you have the other side that's kind of like self-defense or like more traditional you know but those like those things all clash it's the same thing but they all clash so i think it's like i in my in my opinion i think like it's one culture, but unfortunately, just because of business or know-how, right? Um, or alliances, you know, um, are it's kind of the way it is right now. But I honestly think in the future, um, I think it's like I think it should be like it shouldn't only be self-defense. It shouldn't yeah. only be sport. It should yeah. be a little bit of striking, a little bit of this, a little bit of mo- modifications of everything, you know. So yeah, maybe their goals, right? Like you know, if you're Gordon Ryan, your goals right now is to you know be the best nogi grappler, right? You are, you're, you are already, but you know, whatever. So you're depending on your goal, right? So uh, that's what you focus on. But yeah, I mean, just being a well-rounded jujitsu artist. What does that mean? What does that mean to be complete? If you're just a, you know, maybe sports jujitsu, you should take down, you should be passing, you should have a good guard game, right? For sure, for sure. Um, and age, size. I, I think there's so many things that like, um, I think we're kind of in that like five year phase where like, I think a lot of people are going to be doing like a lot of figuring out in the next like five years on all sides. I think on the sports side, on the self-defense side, um, on the curriculum side, on mm-hmm. playing stuff where it's like, you know, like, do you really want to be doing that when you're 40? You know, do you really want to be doing that when you're 20 and then kind of like figuring out what that middle ground looks like in terms of like 
for those practitioners, you know, and I think we haven't even really touched the surface, you know. Yeah, like for me, right, because I'm in my 40s now and not that I'm, you know, feel I feel good, you know, I got the stem cells from Scotty yeah. on the mat. Shout out to him. Shout out to Scotty, <laughs> OTM, OG. OTM, right? But, uh, but uh, you know, just the 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 lifestyle, right? The lifestyle, the health, the benefits from from the training and I want to be able to be my best age at every every, you know, every age, every decade of my life. And I want the same thing for my students, you know, so how do you do that? And I was talking to you about the TACFIT stuff. Obviously, yep. I don't want to go on and just talk about that. I was, I was not going off into the ta- tangent, <laughs> but it's like, it's like, I mean, it's, it's the perfect fit, you know. And I see that, just that element, right? Recovery, like, the, and, you, and you see people like the beginnings of it. You're talking about the beginnings of it, but it's all there from you know the TACFIT has all the things included, right? And so I definitely see that like as an evolution, you know, of you know, of, of training, right. Of training and, 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 you know, combining those, those elements, right. Recovery and just deeper, deeper knowledge. Like, you know, Henry Akins came here to do a, a workshop and, and he was talking about this and that, like the base and the elbow rotation and this and that. And people were like, Oh, it's like tack fit. You know, it's like the biomechanics, like you start to learn the biomechanics. Right. And so, and the breathing too. So how to, you know, how to be efficient right, with everything. Yeah. And I think I, I was trying to like, I was trying to like, not talk about everything that you're doing here right but at the same time it's like yeah like stuff that's like tack fit and like you know a lot of this like mobility strength stuff that's like not typical or Mm. like um just typical dumbbell stuff right like it's like it's stuff that's so and it's more like recovery but also like strength right and it's like i think there's going to be this like this kind of like gelling of what of course of course you have mobility and fitness and all this stuff that's like its own category jujitsu kind of fits in that thing but I really honestly feel like in the next like 10 years, there's going to be this like, it's going to unify or some people are going to kind of unify some things and it's going to be like a, a different version or an offshoot of what kind of jujitsu is in a sense, in my opinion. Yeah, I, t- I was talking to Scott Sana, the founder of TACFIT and, you know, we watched the old, you know, you were, we're, I'm a nerd, jujitsu nerd and we watched all the, the Hicks and Gracie, the choke videos, right? And that was like inspiration. Like that's how I got my mom like, like, okay, this is cool, you know? Right, because the way he spoke and very spiritual, and and he was doing all these things, his movement things, mobility things, and so he was on it, right? He was on it. He was ahead, right? He was on these things, right? But there's also missing some things because he, you know, he has all these issues, healthy, you know, body things from what I what I hear. Um, but I talked to Scott, Scott about it, you know, but just you know that part, what he was kind of doing, right? That part meshing it with jujitsu, because I wish, I wish I would have learned these things when I was younger. And now I'm able to, you know, prevent injuries, recover from injuries because it's going to be part of your training. So how do you recover from injuries? I was telling you this morning, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this whole, the tack fit and this thing the whole time if I keep going, you know? Well, you're, you're, you're saying this stuff and like, I'm like, I'm like so lazy, right? Like me making it to the gym, like four times a week. Right. Like, and I'm trying to like, and I'm just like, you're, you're, you're 50 times busier than me, but I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like squeeze in the time that I can. Right. And like, and it's so funny, like I'll have like little nagging injuries and stuff. And my buddy, a buddy of mine, Omi at the gym, he's like huge into like exercise. Mm. He's probably using those clubs. He probably uses the clubs and okay. all that stuff, yeah. all that stuff too. Club and he's bells, like, yeah. he's doing all that stuff when like at the house by himself, uh-huh, like uh-huh. to kind of make sure not to get stronger per se, but more for like recovery. Uh-huh. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm like, man, my neck's like, he's like, he's like, dude, you got to stop being stubborn. He's like, you got to start doing this stuff. He's like, yeah. if you want to like protect your body and you want to like, work out some of those like injuries that you continue to have like unless you commit to it like 
you're going to come back in like six months and be like, Hey, my neck hurts. My, my back hurts, you know? And then he's like, he's like, that's like, this is a portion of what that is. He's just like, everyone's kind of like lazy or doesn't want to do it, but like they work hand in hand and you're going to continue to have the same things that happen. And he, he jams him up all the time. We're like number one trading partners. And he just like always jams you. I was like, he's like, come to me when you're ready. Mm, I'm like, that's it. I was like, I was like, all right, I'm not ready yet, but I'm. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm coming soon. So that's the growth, right? That that should be part of the the, the training, you know, the totally. recovery stuff and yeah, mobility with all the tech with stuff. Yeah, and really. I th- I think it I think it's gonna be. I don't know you know this and you know this a lot, right? Because you have to run classes and everything, and like it seems like people only have like X amount of time, right, to kind of like commit to something, right? Like most people don't have the luxury of like coming and like training for like three to four hours. They're like, hey, I got two hours tops, mm-hmm. you know, one hour, some people only got an hour, mm-hmm. you know? So like the, um, the interesting thing becomes like, how, how do those, do they all become separate things? You know, like two times a week for this, two times a week for that. Right. Or is it just become like, Hey, you know, we do this thing three to four times a week. And within this hour and a half, two hours, you're getting all of this, you know? So I, I'm not, it's more just like curiosity. than. So that's a, that's a great, that's a great thought. Right. Cause I thought about that. Right. Especially, and one of the case in point is it's all interconnected. So when the pandemic happened, right, and, you know, I'm not, I'm sorry, I, I, I pretended, I guess, for like maybe like an hour or one, one day to do jujitsu with dummies and stuff, <laughs> but I couldn't do it, you know. It's either we're doing jujitsu or we're not, you know. But what we could do was tag fit. And so that's, we got a lot more people, we were, we were on Zoom, right? We we're doing, and we did TACFIT. And what happened? Your body mechanics got better. They got cleaner. And what happens with that? Your technique is going to become cleaner and better. So are you improving your jiu-jitsu? Your breath is connecting to the, to the moving, to the movement, you know? So you're, you know, you're also connecting your, you know, your technique. That's technique, right? You're connecting all those things. So you're improving even though you're not training with somebody else. And so that's what that's so that it's all one. It's all one, except one day, you know, and and Scott, he has these waves, like four, seven day waves. So one day is like, you know, no intensity, low intensity, uh, moderate intensity and then high intensity and high intensity is probably your jujitsu days. Right. But you can wave your training. And so it's all it's all about training the right way. And maybe one of the days is just drilling. And so I think that's talk about evolution or you know that's that's the that's the right way and he already he already said these things like you know 25 years ago right people call him crazy and this and that and now with all the metrics we have with our aura rings and all these these uh you know these apple things. watches yeah and all these, yeah. these measurements you know we can see uh you know we can see that that you know he's he's right on you know um so yeah <laughs> so it's a, it's a good thought right to have and i was thinking thinking about that and really the pandemic was a was a good uh, a good uh, uh, experimentation or right chance to kind of see, well, well, what about that? You know, and we're able to do jujitsu, but with ourselves, right? Totally, totally. And I think, like, I think, the, I think the more that, like, you know, the more that jujitsu becomes like popular, and you have ambassadors like Joe Rogan, yeah. rest in peace, Anthony Bourdain, yeah. you know, celebrities and stuff that kind of like become like somewhat like. You know, um, people Anthony out there Bo- preaching. An- the Anthony Bourdain, rep, rep, he was he was short girl team, <laughs> he was right? too. So, you know, I mean, uh, these guys are like, these guys are kind of like guys that are like out there preaching the gospel to like the mainstream media, you know. And then, like, luckily enough, like the local people that do jujitsu in their local town, you know, build some curiosity. Of course, the UFC, right? The big component of curiosity for jujitsu, and then 
and then uh, and then with like fitness being especially after the pandemic yeah you know like it's like now everyone like you know it was already kind of like on the trajectory up but now everyone's like i, I want a kettlebell i want like yeah. a tack fit thing yeah. i want a you know a yeah. bulgarian bag and yeah it's like before it was like ah that's like um that was kind of like my workout buddies now everyone's like oh, i don't mind getting a kettlebell you know so it's like it's i think it's like interesting right? we're at that like interesting like um portion where i think like how those how those things kind of sync up like as like somewhat and, and you and this and like and what the future of it looks like fitness jujitsu grappling you know mm-hmm. mental health breathing all of that stuff mobility um it's kind of like maybe like you know we're, we're, we're a little bit older in this like this thing so it's like i th- i feel like it's a little earlier kind of like 20 years ago where it was like it was you had wrestling you had a little bit of like sambo and mm leg locks and like you know you had like typical like closed guard open guard stuff and like people didn't know like they were all like individual categories and you might have known like some of those takedowns some of those things um and you or you might have not have but like fast forward 20 years now like it's all intertwined into like what this thing is people used to boo at leg locks back (laughs) in the day back in my day they boo they would literally boo you, if somebody tried a leg lock, a foot lock, it was, it was like you didn't know how to pass the guard. You're you're bad at passing the guard, and then you had world champions, and people win ADCC off of purely leg locks because everyone was it was so taboo, mm-hmm. right? Crazy, right? Like it was like for that's what kind of like I think is super interesting about like where we're at as a culture. Like of course we've kind of like progressed, but it's also like there's still so much of like that oldness mm. built into like who we are as like a, a culture within grappling. And it's still like just now, like leg locks are finally starting to like kind of somewhat be accepted, you know? And it's like, what's that? 25, 30 years minimum, at least that's, like, that's taken, you know? And it's like, um, and it's like, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm like, for me personally, like I'm always doing like, I'm too old to be like standing and trying to do single legs or like a really shitty like judo throw, you know? And then like uh, every now and then like a blue belt or like a purple belt, it's like, hey, let's like stand. I was like, I was like, you can stand no, all you want. That's you one of the great you. things about jujitsu and the lifestyle, right? Is because it's like it's not so hard. It's a little bit easier in your body, right? You could you, you could play slot down guard. if you, you need can, to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but I always thought it was like you know, and, and that, I think that's also the beauty of it. Like you get to like gauge your ego. You know, like you could figure out if you want to like really pump it up that day mm. or you want to like bring it down, you know? And I think that's always been like, I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I got no problem. You being a better, like, <laughs> you know, you being better at, at takedowns than me. Cause I was like, I'm, I'm like, my takedowns are so bad to where like, I'm just going to work on like guard recovery today or work on my guard because yeah. like, you know, I was like, I was like, I got to train next. I got to train. And if I don't, if you beat me up today, like me doing like a dumb throw or something, like, I won't be able to train next week. Yeah, so yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and I wanted to switch it up. Yeah, I want to go back. You grew up in, uh, you grew up in, you grew up here, and you went back and forth to Guam. Yeah, I was born here, and then I moved to Guam when I was like fourth grade. Fourth and grade. Then I okay. Went to high school there the whole time, so okay. it's kind of like it's kind of like grew up American, right? Yeah, All yeah, what yeah. Southern California boy kind of uh-huh. right, and then moved to Guam when I was like, and then kind of like got rooted a little bit. You know, so it was like interesting. Like I grew up American and I like turned into like an island boy, you know, then I came back out here after to go to school. And then so it was kind of like a mixture of both like island boy slash like, you know, Southern California guy. So and how did you find jujitsu? 
Um, same thing kind of like as everybody, like you, um, like my grandfather was like a boxer, mm. you know, like a, like a pretty, like a uh, decent, um, popular boxer on the Island, like a long time ago, but he died early and I didn't get to like meet him, but I used to hear all the stories. And then, you know, my family was like, of course, like any other American family, like into boxing and stuff like that. And then I remember like UFC back in the day, right. We would watch it and yeah. like the, the like the Hoist first Gracie. couple ones, the Hoist Gracie ones. And I was like. I was like, nah, that guy's gonna get knocked out. Watch, like, I don't even know what that guy's doing. He's gonna get killed, you know. Then you watch the first one, you're like, he won, you know. You're like, ah, that was a fluke. You know? And then you watch like the second one, and he's Unbelievable, like, he's huh? like, well, I'm like, oh, like, I was like, he's onto something. <laughs> like, you know, like the first one, I was hating so hard. The second one, he won. I was like, all right, all right, I'm a believer. And then, you know, and then of course you kind of go down that rabbit hole. And I think at the time I was like, I was like, I was on Guam, right? So I was like. 15, 16, watching UFCs or whatever. And then, um, and then like, you wouldn't be, like, there was really nobody. I think Ensign and, like, Guam's so close to Japan. So, like, Shuto and some of that stuff is, like, you know, you have you ja- come around Japanese sometimes. coming in and out. And there was, like, little local wrestling gyms that were kind of messing with it. I remember they are just, like, mopping, like, people in wrestling and stuff. And I was like, oh, man, that's interesting. And then, like, and then I was just, like, at that point, I was, like, deep into it at every, like, VHS store. I'd go and rent, like, every single UFC, right? Like, $1.50 a, a VHS, like, and you rent, like, UFC 3 the next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. UFC 6 and 7 and 8. You just, Block, like, blockbuster. Blockbuster, right? Then every now and then you get, like, an XFC or whatever the other organization is that's throwing little shows, right? Like, um, so that was just, like, the rabbit hole. And then come out to the States, like, 99 again for college. And mm. then I was, like, all right, like, I'm... 45 minutes from like Gracie Torrance, like I can like, you know, I can't really afford to pay for classes, but like I'm going to borrow money from my mom and like, you know, use that like 80 bucks or 90 bucks for one time a week. And then that was, uh, that was kind of it, man. They just jumped wow. around from then. So, wow. wow. Was that? That, that was kind of, that was, that was, that's how I got into jujitsu being a hater in the beginning. And then like being a hardcore believer um, and just kind of like getting embedded into it at that time. So, and how did you? What was the idea to start a jujitsu brand? How was the, how did that how, how did that evolve? Because uh, you already had the logo. I remember like you had some <laughs> shirts. They were like they were done like really bad. But yeah, the, I remember the so logo. Bad. You know, they were so bad. <laughs> it like, yeah, it was like hand. Was, I don't know what it was. It you was know? so bad, dude. Like it was. But like, I liked you, so I was like, <laughs> yeah, <it's a> <laughs> it was like it was one of those things where it's just like any other kid trying to like do something. I think like I was like at the time I just like started doing jujitsu, but I was like really into like you know i grew up skateboarding like just like being a, like a kid of like vert, vert skateboarding back in the 80s and then got into like surf culture like you know of course like a high school kid being on the island and so those are just like things are, i was into and then it just turned into jiu-jitsu and i was like ah creative kid like tagging on books and stuff like that mm. and then i was like ah like let me make like a t-shirt with like a, but it was never like a jiu-jitsu company per se it was just like any other kid that wanted to make like five t-shirts for him and his boys or something you know yeah and you know but you had your lo- you had that lot your logo yeah and the logo i think we created the logo like it was a bunch of like renditions of what it was and i think like it kind of like we did it like in 2001 ish mm. right like it was a different version it was like two s's backwards it was probably like heavily influenced by stussy back then right and then like it was like you know i was like i'm like the yin and yang's kind of sick you know like do the yin and yang like a rip off the yin and the yang and put like three little circles there you know like surfing scrap you know surf scrap grappling you know like and it was kind of like um just like the industries that we like grew up on you know like that were heavily influential and and like so it's like 
and that was really it right the, the three circles that kind of like symbolize the three cultures that are like like kind of where we draw most of our inspiration from and then you know the little like s for show your old that kind of mm -hmm. integrated that like, somewhat of a rip of the yin and the yang you know and then that was kind of it so yeah that was it man then we got uh, this is a, some bad times in graphic graphic design back then <laughs> ms paint and whatever else we were doing. <laughs> xerox machines out of it but no. <laughs> so that that was it man that was that was the era so and how, how did you go because the first my my one of my black belts from new mexico he came to visit me actually in pasadena and uh he wore a show roll gi i don't know that you even made gis you know i wasn't like always on the forums and stuff and then i was like oh I remember the logo, you know. I was like, "Oh, they make these now. Oh, that's cool." He's like, "Yeah, man." Then he explained like the first ones. There was, but this one's like really good. I'm like, "Right on, right on." And I actually had he gave it to me. I was like, "Give me that, give me that gi," because he was give, learning it out for loaner gis as well. I was like, "Give me that thing." So I saved it, you know. I got to do something with it, you know, eventually, you know. But uh, yeah, and then 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 I think that's how I kind of I reached out to you too, right? To to get like Orlando sponsor for the uh, uh, Abu Dhabi Pro, right? The Gi yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think it was. I think that's how we got reconnected, right? Something like that. Yeah, no, I think we were like, because before that, right? Before that, we were uh, we were like sending you stuff for like, you know, like um, I'm trying to like remember even even the years. I think because I think we were just training, right? Like because we were making T-shirts from like '99 to like you know like 2006 ish, right? And mm -hmm. we didn't really start like making geese to like right around 07 08 ish 07 08 right so um, this had to be like probably like 2009 10. and that's right when we were starting to like really make geese that's when like we kind of went from like you practicing know, practicing you know until like making geese right like what and it was like and you guys made your major mark you the know because like, that, that that was like a really good one you know and then everybody was talking about it because it was interesting right because we were making like t-shirts giving free t-shirts out to like grapplers in yeah. like 2002 yeah, 2003 yeah, 2004 yeah. right and i was like ah oh, you're wearing like, the you logo guys are like tap out like yeah. the, the guys we're, used to we're like, other, we're like the trunk you know yeah, yeah we're like you know tap out was like big and like kind of like getting ready to, they were kind of big and we were just kind of like the new like little like local company that wasn't like that still wasn't even really a company right just making t-shirts and then like after that like it was like we made we made like geese by accident not by accident but we we're just like oh you know the guys are like hey you want to make a gi with your logo I'm like nah not really we make t-shirts we don't really make geese we're like oh you can make it just like put it like, all right we'll try it you know and i remember we'll try it we'll try it and it like and it didn't work right like we tried to like i think we sold like five or ten and I think the second time, and that was second, that was, that was it. And then the second time, I was like, you know what? I was like, and I was like, a, I was like a geener, just like you are, and everybody else is like everybody back then, and probably still till today. Like everybody has like a very specific thing they like about like, you know, out of their one or fifteen geese, they have like things that they really appreciate, different elements of them. And then that was basically it. I was like, you know, like. I like like Corral's fabric that they're using. What is that? You know, and I was like KF Fighter at the time was like this Brazil company right, that right, was right. like had like some, yeah. amazing it's like nice. you know had like amazing like knee pads and like you know fit you know it was like tight and then I was like oh but Awano and HCK had like this like thick collar you know mm -hmm. and I was like solid collar I was like nobody has like graphics or anything I was like um, I think Lucky just started like Scotty just started Lucky at the time you know and he was like. I think he just released like his like spade key or whatever. It was like mm -hmm. super expensive, right? And it was like that's what everyone like wished to like afford one day. And then so I think like for us it's like, well, we're not into like that stuff, but like we're into like 
reggae culture heavily. So we're like, what if we just put like Rasta stripes inside the gi? Like, so we just basically made, I like made our, my dream gi. And, and then after that, like it's, that's when it started to like kindly get a little bit of traction and then like a couple more, then it started to hit on the forums and stuff. And then it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, I remember that. Cause it was there everything was like your dream gi, all the good stuff from all the, the Tamas from the KF fighter had this, that was really good. The, the Lucky, the Howard Combat Kimonos, I had all of them over the years, you know? For sure. And then you, like, your <laughs> R&D was, like, man, it was, like, on point. When they know? all had a, if they all had a baby, right. like, this, right. what, it was this is what cool. the next like, baby island, would island look vibes. like in a gi. <laughs> island vibes, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, man, no, and, and we just got lucky. We, then, you know, like, then, then we kind of, like, solidified ourselves into, like, a product that we made. You know, and I think there's, there was a, bil- I think that's always the hardest part is like, we always like, there's a billion different products to make, right? Everybody can make a t-shirt. Everyone can make a gi. And unless you're serving, like truly serving an audience that really wants something, you know, at the end of the day, you're just kind of giving them a skin of whatever it is that they're, that, that they want, you know, you're just like putting your graphic logo or whatever on it or right. But if you can kind of like really get into it and dig into it and there's a, if there's really a void or a need for that little area, like that community will back you 3000%, especially if there's like a need for it. You know, I think that's, I think nowadays it's just like super easy to have like a dope, nice Instagram or to have like really nice photos. Uh, But like to kind of be in there and be like, Hey, like this is what we do. We actually have a bad Instagram, you know, but we do this other stuff really good. That stuff I think is the stuff that's like, like, and then the other guys, like your relationships, your authenticity, all of that stuff. And yeah, then your yeah, R and D, yeah. like you're always pushing, like uh, you know, like I don't, you know, like the 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 waist, you know, where you tied in the front, you know. I wasn't <laughs> like, it was. I appreciate that we're, you're trying different things, right? But I'm, I, I prefer the the kind of the, the other ones. But you adapted it, right? Now it's on the side, right? A little, yeah. little bit different. That that's what that's what people that, you know we come so far, right? Like, and it's like it's that you're you're just saying stuff that's like for now nowadays is like yeah, that's how it all it they all are. But back at the time, back in the time, like, you know, you would have like, like super small details, like belt loops used to go like all the way to the top of the pant. And you're like, that's fine. I know it's been made that, but if you bring it down like one inch, it doesn't ride on your stomach as much. You're like, and then they're like, like, oh, then everyone starts making it like Mm -hmm. that. Right. And back then, like there was, you know, this cause you came from an era, but back then, like, you know, like there was like three to four gi sizes. Right. So if you're like. If you're really big or really tall, remember the A2H. That uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was cool. The fact that you were doing that before, you know, showgirl was big. You're already doing that. Yeah, like I, I got an A2H for you. You know, guys that are like bigger, but the other ones are A3. They have to get them hemmed and everything. Yeah, like I think it's. I think you. I think that's that. That's funny because it's like one of those. Like that's a. Uh, I remember, right? Like, and it's like I remember. I even think. I think I remember the time when, like, you like you were talking about before we did the gym. Um, with our um when you did the gym and then you're like hey i got a student and there was orlando back then right and mm-hmm. it was like hey i gotta make a i need I, this guy's gonna win everything you gotta get him a gi blah 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 and he's like i was like oh, what size he's like i don't know like he's a big pretty big guy like a5 or something i'm like he doesn't look like an a5 and i was like no no and then i remember i was like i have this gi size it should fit should fit him but it was one of those things where it's like people that like were you know different body types whether you're you're taller and skinnier you're shorter and wider like there was only four sizes then. Mm-hmm. And then like for us, it's like, you know, like what, like we were like, why don't we like, and I think that's probably what like started to like graphics and some of that stuff that culturally we were into. But I think like 
we truly like cared about the fit of the gi. And I think that's like a little different. And we knew, we knew why people probably didn't do it either because like that segment of like, you know, size 10 and 11 are the most popular shoes. Who the heck wants to make it a six or six and a half, you know, like engage that. So on the other side, like when 80% of your business is size nine, 10 and 11 in shoes, you know? So for us, it's like, well, why don't we create like, you know, 10 geese for this like six, six guy that's like 180, you know, he doesn't have to wear the same gi as the guy that's like 500 pounds. That's six two, you know? That's one of the things that makes, makes Shuro special, right? Is you care enough to be like, you know, it's not about, you know, whatever the, the business thing It's like, no, it's, I want to, I want to do what's, I want to, we care. We care enough to make the right gi sizes for these guys so they can buy it. Not have to get, take it to the dry cleaner and get it hemmed. Like, like actually Orlando had to do with the other ones with the, with the lucky gi, you know, that's really expensive. And then, uh, yeah, it still doesn't fit right. You know? Yeah. I think, I think it's like, it's, it's, it's interesting because we get to watch it in a space, you know, of course, fast forward to now, like everything's standard, right? Like mm-hmm. that's, that's the base level of what you have to do to be within the space to kind of be like somewhat you, you guys evolved it you guys evolved it you guys changed the game over and over and over you still are yeah you know, with all <laughs> the stuff that you're doing i you know i appreciate it i'm like oh that's right on they're trying this they're trying that yeah we we miss it a lot and we we're 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 we're, we're some of the guys that you know you guys are doing the same thing right like and it's like you know sometimes you hit it sometimes you miss it you know and and i think like i think the more any companies or any any brands or businesses trying to evolve and care and truly try and like make things you know, better or different, you know, and, and, and they just, they're just trying, I think overall it gets, you know, everything gets better. And I think that's, I think that's the beauty of like jujitsu or Brazilian jujitsu specifically compared to the other martial arts. One, it's popular right now. Cause it's like probably what Kung Fu and Taekwondo were in terms of like popularity in that generation. Mm. But I think what's interesting is I think like culturally, like within the community, it's kind of turned into all these other things and segments you know, like, and it's like, oh, you know, gyms are like way more like experimental and interesting, you know, brands are way more experimental and interesting, you know, and like lifestyle communities, like there's so many of these like mixture of things and I'm pretty sure other martial arts have it, but like I haven't seen too many like forms of expression Mm. in other martial arts communities. You know, maybe it's because of the traditionalness of martial arts and it being super conservative, but I think jujitsu is like, really expressive and like you see like the kinds of things that are able to be done in jujitsu all the way around top to bottom like within the industry compared to other industries and it's like oh they still have like four size geese <laughs> like why you know they they, they don't have like these things why you know and of course there's a reasons why um but i just think it's like it's it's really rad to see that um jujitsu specifically as an industry and in a culture you know like there, there's like that form of expression and evolution, and I think that's like rad. So yeah, you you make sure we uh, we look good, you know, <laughs> and that, you know you go the extra mile to do that. You know, you're not thinking about the bottom line, the money. You're thinking about you know people looking good. Yeah, man. I think I think I think we all gotta. I think we all gotta. I, I like my, I like to buy my side bowls, and you know, I'm about to go try one downstairs soon. But yeah. uh, but I think like you know, that's like, like Jungle Cafe. Uh, get Shout that. Out. <laughs> when you're in Peru, you better come over. Come over. That's the one. Uh, but yeah, I think that's the. I think it's always the. Uh, I think it's always nice to like be able to like make sure you pay pay the bills, you know, and you're you're, you're doing business so you could keep the lights on, right, and make sure people people are able to do things. But I think like 
man, the more that you can, I think I forgot I was talking to, I was like, man, when you're, when you're not an artist, when you're not able to geek out or be like a specialist and deep dive, you know, dive in and just like nerd out about things, like you start to remove what makes it special, mm-hmm. you know, because you have to run the business or you got to go to work and this and that. I was like, I was like, sometimes us like helping people or saying, Hey, can you do this? Can you do like, no man, just let him do his thing. Let him like be an alien or be like, do his own thing and be like wild and crazy. And like, that's his thing. You know, once you start to add to it and change it, then you're like, you're kind of like making it like what it's supposed to be, you know, just like let, let, let it be it. You know, you're just like glad to be a part of that, you know? So, yeah, Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Um, I remember going to the warehouse, uh, one of the first, probably the first one, and you still had your day job. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And you came with your button-down <laughs> shirt, and and it was after work. You met us, met up with us after work, so I think. Good. And uh, you were you were you've been grinding now for probably some at least a couple of years. But you know, at that point, you know, but you had like a stack of boxes in the back. You know, you I think you did like a makeshift, maybe even mat, mat. you know. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and then you get, and then eventually you guys got another warehouse, you know, and then you started to get more organized, but it was just passion, right? You followed your passion and then you know, like you were lucky enough to, you know, to have some hits. Right. And then you're able to quit your day job. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I remember, I remember those days, like, like they were yesterday. I remember just like, I, I, I think I was like, I had like an, I think I had like an outside sales, like I was like a manager for like an outside sales team and a company. And like, so it was like grinding, like crazy monthly cycles every month, like about to get fired or like having to fire somebody because like you're on this sales cycle where it's like, if you don't perform, you're done. Yeah. And then like, I think I just bought a house, just like my family was just starting. And then it was like, and I was like, like crazy career growth, right? Like I was finally starting to make some money, you know? And then like, and then show you'll start to like, finally start to make the turn at the same time, right? Like we were actually selling stuff. And I was like, oh shit, like, you know, like I might be able to make like 40 grand a year with this thing or 60 grand a year, whatever, whatever it was at the time, right? Like even that was like, if you can make 40 grand or 60 grand with a side hustle, yeah, like that was yeah. like, I was like, in those days, right? those days I was like, man, that's a dream. Before Instagram and all Before that Instagram stuff, and all know? that stuff. It was like, like I might be able to like do this thing, you know, like, and I was like, but then it was like, it was, there was no more time. It was just like, I was working like, you know, seven to like eight, seven to six at my day job. And then just trying to like answer emails in between the days. Right. And then like, you know, eight o'clock, nine o'clock to like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., like trying to like catch up on like the forums and like emails and stuff. And then that kind of ran its course. And then like started to be able to like not answering all the emails because I was like working. I remember like you're kind of saying like, you know, it would be like that time where it's like, I'll be like, oh crap, there's a tournament in town, right? Like everyone's in town. So-and-so has to get geese, this, this. I'm like, oh, running for my day job. Hey, meet me at the warehouse, like at six, right after I get out of my job, you know? Then like throwing geese around and stuff like that. And then like, it came to a point where I was like, man. After I get out of my job, yeah. After I get yeah, out of my job, right? Days, like, was, I'll be like in my little like button up shirt, right? <laughs> I was probably like, I was probably like 30 pounds, 40 pounds overweight, right? Like it was just like stressing on all that stuff. And then I was like, got to that time. But it, that, like you're not, there's like so many people like, I remember like you came, you were kind of dressed up in this. I just got like after the work, first, yeah. after work, like I just got the first space. Right. And it was like, you know, and then people were coming around for tournaments and stuff. They're like, Hey, Hey, but I remember like, there's just like all that stuff. And then 
It worked out, man. I was like, you I know, we had like Bushesha and all these guys like come around the, the, <laughs> that that little uh, there's that yeah that warehouse and then the other one you always had like a little mat in the those in the warehouses you know yeah it was, it was like it was like it, I think it was like at that time it was kind of cool because it was like still like pure right like and there still wasn't too many people like that knew about it yeah you had like maybe like Corral and some of the other guys that kind of had like their spaces per se but it wasn't really the Gibraltar right had the Gibraltar had spa, yeah Gibraltar probably had his space at that time but it was like we were kind of like in the grind of it you know we like like Boucher was like purple belt he was hanging out there and like mm -hmm. it, it was just like it was really like core and hardcore you know and I, it was like before like it became somewhat like corporate or formal you know and then like and then and I think that was what that was did your wife times. think about you uh starting like starting like getting the geese and then you know I mean, you're going to bed like you know you're you're you know pushing the pushing the boundaries right pushing the pushing the, the burning the candle at both ends right <laughs> What, what was she thinking at those? I'm sure she had. She was helping you too, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the behind the scenes things where I was get, take all the credit, right? But uh, <laughs> don't give a shout out to the. <laughs> yeah, no, man. I th I th all the people that make it happen. Yeah, really, you know? <laughs> no. I, I, I think she she was super like she was super like she was super understanding and she understood like you know like you know it's since I was like you know like since I was like I don't know as long as I can remember like. 18 or whatever there's always been like a little side hustle trying to do something you know okay. like so there's always been like oh let me try this i was promoting like reggae clubs and stuff in like downtown long beach for like a few years so there's a fight promotions right like helping buddies over on the island like yeah, taking yeah, fire. Yeah, so there's always that, like yeah, that's what i knew you <laughs> <laughs> there's always like <laughs> some little things, you know, like <laughs> so it's like all this stuff and then i think so but so but i think like and then, then like of course like i'm only so good at some things right i suck at a bunch of things right so it's like at that time like you know i was like there's different people and then my wife was like one of those ones that helped me at times hey can you handle this 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 and of course like she was like good at all that stuff i sucked at law that stuff you know i was like oh i'm good at doing this 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 and you know and then that's kind of like you know um, that's kind of how like that stuff like happens you know i think any small business per se like you know it's normally starts from like you know the people around you that can help you that you trust mm -hmm. you know and then like once you have enough money then you can kind of maybe pay you know, someone else to help. And then like with time, maybe you have enough money to pay yourself, you know? Um, but that seems like the normal course. And I think she's always been like super understanding and, you know, like, and I think like looking back at it, you know, you, you raise your kids on your lap next to the laptop or next mm -hmm. to the gym, right? Like that's kind of like a part of like a small business grind in the, at least in the martial arts space, you know? And, and, and I think it's, um, yeah, we, uh, she was super understanding. I think we we're and, and very helpful and instrumental and all that stuff. So. Do you remember you do you remember the exact moment where like I'm gonna be able to quit my job and the when you maybe gave your notice to to your job? You yeah, yeah. The, the, I I remember like kinda like it was like after like one or two releases and then we started to like it started to hit. I was like, Oh shit, we just sold out all those keys. I was like, That's a lot of money. And I was like, Okay, fuck, like if we do that like two or three times, like this this might be something. And then I think it was like, um so I think we did like a release and like like we were right, we were crashing servers, like like all kinds of stuff. Like we had to go to like four or five different hosts because like mm. people couldn't like web servers at the time, they weren't made for like splurges of traffic. It mm. was like consistent over time. And the funny thing is like back then there was a company called Shopify. Shopify. Right? <laughs> and back grown, then it was a lot, right? It's grown, it's grown a lot, you know, but back then like that was like, we were lucky enough, like tech buddies like Dom, uh, Dom and tech buddies that helped us back then was like, Hey, there's this new company called it, but like, they're kind of like the new Apple of this super simple, but they can handle high bandwidth 
for like a spurt of traffic because that was always our issue. No matter who we went to, mm. we had crash servers and we would have to like, and our customers would be pissed, right? We would miss out on sales, all this. And then we met Shopify. And I think Shopify had like 15 people at the time, right? Wow. Like, customers. Like customers, wow. right? Like we were like, uh, and um, um, I actually, and I take it back. They, were, they had like 15, like uh, they had 15 people within staff, but like, you know, they were still like on the fringe. They were still in Canada and nothing. Mm-hmm. And then we picked their company and like, they're like, man, we used them. And it was like, they could handle all the traffic, all the bandwidth. And I remember so funny, like, and we used to get like companies, like people going and like hack and like try and figure out how to like find different like codes of like how to get into like our store. Right. Because like we would do drops and people yeah. would be like stoked on like buying and reselling whatever they were doing. Right. And then, and then, and they were like, Hey man, we were like, talk to shops like, Hey, like, some like hacker guy got into our site and they were able to order it when it, it wasn't the release time and people are pissed off. We don't have any stock to set. And then like, I forgot. It was like, I think it was like Kendall. I think it was like Kylie Jenner or whatever. Like, and at the time, like they were all doing their shops on Shopify too mm-hmm. early time. And then we had people like go in the back end. We're like, Hey, this is, this is a, this is a part of the code. Like this is what's wrong. This is how this guy ordered. And we're like, wait, so if they can go in the, if they can go on the back end, they can check like code and this and that, they could see how much stuff we have. And they find, they're finding out like algorithms. That are, could we do this to other stores in Shopify? So we kind of went into different stores in Shopify. Then we were able to go into like, I think it was like, I think it was like, I think it was like Kylie Jenner's makeup or whoever the Jenner, whatever the Kardashian was of uh, who it was at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went into their stores using the same crack that other people were using just to see yeah. if they could see on other Shopify stores. We're like, and we sent an email to Shopify, the whole thing, we're like, hey, we went on three of these stores that are hosted on your site, and we just saw all the quantities and everything that everybody has in all their inventory. And like huge mega brands, you know? So we're just like, but we would have to figure some of that stuff out, right? Because we needed to, like, our customers would get pissed yeah, if there was, yeah. but it was, yeah. That, so that was that's, like early days, man. So that's cool. <laughs> but it's come, it's come a ways, man. So we're just stoked to still be in the culture, you know? So yeah. So, uh, you know, like, all these celebrities, like, you know, you're the, you know, you're the number one, you know, I hate to say like the, the whole, the, all those goat talk, right? It's like bad luck, goat, <laughs> goat talk, right? On the MMA and whatever, you know, don't you feel that way? So I don't even want to say that, but you know, my, my, you know, it's the brand, right? It's like the brand, uh, most popular gi brand, whatever. Um, um, how does that feel? You know, I, I love your posts cause you're always so humble. Like, man, I'm, I'm so humble. I'm so grateful to, the community just for the support like the drops that you would do and there'd be like all night long waits people would camp out the worlds are you're doing those drops before the worlds yeah man i, I man we're, we're one we're not that good man we're just lucky to be in business one more year you know and i think like i i appreciate i appreciate the comments and i think like i, I don't know maybe it's just like you know like for us we think like of jujitsu as like this is the culture we do business in mm-hmm. and but we're just like a small fish in someone else's pond, you know what I mean? Like, of course we're okay in this space, but who knows, we might be, we might not be there in five years. There, mm-hmm. there might be like a younger, better version of of us, you know? And I think- They're for, not gonna have the community you guys have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And right. I think like, I think that's kind of like a, I, I think- mean, you know, people that are down for, you know, for for Showroll, you yeah, know, the Showroll team. Like my daughter is like, you know, wearing Showroll, you know, like, you know, it's, so cool you know to I, see the next generation coming up and representing and I th- I th- being proud of the things that she's went you know feeling good in it yeah i think that's i think that's kind of like we struggle with it all the time you know and i think like i think there's like ebbs and flows of every company you know you get high you peak you drop down then you have to yeah. re-peak again and yeah. like unless you're like 
cognizant or aware of it, right? Like you're like, you don't know what's happening. You're just trying to do your best. And I think like, I think we are able to reflect a lot, you know? And I think like we have like instant feedback mm. from our consumers and like, we're pretty hard on ourselves, you know, as far as like, Hey, are we pushing too hard? Are we pushing too little? Are we, are we trying? We're we not trying, you know, are we trying to like manage the business, right? Are we not blah, blah, blah. And I think like, and then like, like every now and then we get that like, Oh shit moment, you know? And it's like, like, and, and then we're kind of like at that right, right now. Right. And we go through these like cycles every three to five years. And it's like, no, like you, like you kind of missed it. You like what you've been doing, you've been doing good at these areas of the brand or the business, but like you're missing why you do this, you know? And for us, the reason why we do it is for like the community, for the culture to build. Right. And of course, of course, when you have to run a business and you have to like do things to like make your business more efficient, creative, all this stuff, make the brand better. You forget the, Hey, like go give, give out some stickers at the tournament or go like vibe out with the people, you know, and like go be the energy that like is what the brand is, you know, mm -hmm. like you are a, an extension of the community, you know, and that's, I think that's a lot different than like, sponsoring an athlete you know or giving somebody and that's super important too you know but i think like i, I think the roots of it is the most important and we lose yeah. touch sometimes and we always got to get back so little things you guys do at the master world right it was huge right the tournament and uh, just <laughs> i missed you guys but uh some of my guys saw you know met up with you know marco and some of the, Adrian and the boys yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, it's cool. You guys always do little little things, you know. Like I uh, forgot what you guys are hiding geese, right? In different <laughs> spots, you know, and people are all nerding out on it, right? Yeah. It's been, I feel like it's been a minute because of the pandemic. Oh like, yeah. You lost COVID. two two years, three years just in that. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. And I'm sure it was kind of crazy too for you guys because you know we didn't know what was gonna happen with jujitsu, right? So I'm sure, like, <laughs> if people are not in the gym, it's not helping us. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> if gyms are closed, it's not helping us. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you that much. But but I think it's also forced us to like adapt, right? Grow, um, be more resource, be more resourceful, you know? But I think like, um, like, I think for us, it's like selling stuff is not like, that's not fun. Like that there's, like, of course it's fun to sell stuff and you pay for stuff and that's, that, that's like exciting. But like, really like if you're not doing like me personally, like there's very few things that get me like excited, mm. you know, like, especially when you've done it for this mm -hmm. long within this culture and this space, like you go over, you're like, here we go again. This guy's going to win by advantage. These five guys are like going to do this, you know, like you see the same people for like, for the same 20 years, mm. you know, you're like, it kind of gets like, you know, like a little old sometimes. So like you're trying to find ways to like revive that, like love and passion, like the first three or five years you did it. And mm. I think for us, like, like if we have like a way to like ignite the community, you know, and make it like one more layer, like interesting and they're around it, then like, you know, if jujitsu wins, we win, you know? And I think like, and that's kind of how we think about it. And like when we do stuff like, you know, the master's worlds and we're like, people are like going around, like looking for treasure hunt geese and stuff like this. And they're stoked out on it. Like that stokes us out. Like that's, that's cool. Like setting up a booth and like, Selling same, some same, stuff. Same thing. I'm, else, like, yeah. I'm like, uh, I'd rather go like <laughs> hang out with Alberto and talk shit. Or oh, yeah. no, they gave a shout out to the jujitsu tapes. He, he sends me, he sends me like a, a jujitsu tape of I forgot what you know, but this that's it, right? That's that's it. How brilliant is that? Like that bad your Instagram isn't good. Like man, that's like that's money, you know? That's like real. That's realness. Who's in the game? That's real. That they feel that. 
Yeah, it's like the jujitsu tapes was like you know one of those things where it's like you know it just like because <laughs> laughing because <laughs> it's like because it's real right it, it's 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 what the community is you know and I think anytime that we get closer to like what the community is you know of course like oh we make like keys and that's the projects and collaborations and this and that that's all like people that's what people want to consume you know because like they're familiar it's their taste or not their taste or whatever and but I think like the fiber of like what it is jujitsu tape is like that's an authentic expression of what our culture is you know and I think the the more that companies can do some of those things like like it's rad because it's just like it's our community and it's like as authentic as you can get and it's pure you know it's pure it's you know it's not edited it's not that right like it's just kind of put put out there and like if people can relate then we're you know we're doing something fun for the community you know so. yeah that's awesome <laughs> I love it love it all love yeah, it all that's all right man Matt, how many how many kids you have? Four. 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 Your firstborn is Solo. Solo. Second girl, Sedia. Sedia. Third one, Sole. And Sole. fourth one, Sela. Sela. Okay. Yeah, so all S's. All like S's. my kids. All S's too. Yeah. Ah. Seven. Sona. Serenade. Three. Right. Three. The twin girls. You are sick. That's cool. Right on. See? You know what's interesting is uh, you remember you, you, you named your boy Solo, like Solo Barrow, right? Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. And, Super inspired uh, by Jiu-Jitsu and Solo. Yeah, and he was my, f- you know, he's kind of like my goat. He was my, uh, the guy I studied when I was coming up, and he's the one that evolved my game because of tactics and game planning. I could beat somebody that was better than me by taking them out of what they're good at and doing what I'm better at, right? And so he was the first guy to do, you know, game planning and having ha- tactics, right? He was the first guy to do it. Now everybody does, of course, you know. But we got my friend Sududu coming, coming yeah, by. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, I brought him by the studio back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Capoeirista. Capoeira king. Yeah, yeah right. and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, you know, top top competitor too. Yeah, so. Yeah, I know that. I think and you're referencing Solo, right? And it's like it comes from that era. Like, I love that era so much because there's like. So, like it, it's bef- it was before everything became a thing and Solo was like one of those things like the late nineties the late nineties you know, was like, was his era right and that's when I when I was coming up the ranks is that what is that I was curious I'm just on, on yeah Solo yeah no for, for sure he was in my opinion like he was like there was like five guys that like you looked at and you referenced and like man that guy's like dominating killing everybody right then you have like the margaritas I always like like Bustamante's like calmness and style right of course you had like Hoyler in that area who was just like always dialed and never made a mistake, you know, and it was like he was part of the family, you know, but I think like between like Solo, you know, you know, Margarita, of course, you have like Leo, Shaolin, Tedere, like that whole stuff, right? And then you had Holeta kind of like, you know, playing with like that whole era is like the era that like anchored, like that was the reference of like. a lot of people don't know who Roberto Holetta, the guard, right? The the yeah, just those the era. At the, it was like the Gracie Baja, right? Those, For sure. It was like the golden era, and those, those are the guys who made the name. For sure. And like Saul Ribeiro, it was so cool because I got to do a podcast with him. Like he's like to talk to my you know coming up favorite guy. It was like so cool, and he was referencing those guys. Those are the guys that made him. Speaking of giving homage and respect to the guys who came. Those are the guys who made him because they're always evolving. They're always changing up their things. For sure. You had a Holeta, you had a, you name them, yeah. you know, um, different games, different styles. You know, For they sure. were evolving, changing the game. For sure. Totally. 
Um, and then, and then another thing I, I learned about him too was he didn't win until he was he was black belt. Ah, he I like lost. He lost, 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 lost. Um, and then he didn't win. And then when he won a black belt, he took it all the way. You know, from lightweight to ultra heavy, whatever. He won every weight category except for the absolute. But his brother finished the job, right? <laughs> yeah, as you came <laughs> he smashed. He smashed for sure. Yeah, it's 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 super. I'm like a nut geek for this stuff right like it's just like i don't know after you do this stuff for like uh, I, I hate to be like act like i'm old but I'm, i am but not right but it's like 20 years of like geeking out like and like that era specifically that right? era like like because I, I, be I, I, I like it. the 90s i, I, I like using that. that that's where like the since the 90s thing came from because like that's where all the influence and referencing comes from you know the keys of ali jismail and the whole lot they had it had patches like, all the patches, over yeah. right like you have your mechanic patch your little like juice sponsor right like of course like whoever it is that's like someone giving you like what giving you your meals whatever but like that was the era and it's funny because like trends always like repeat themselves right and it's like now like all that era is kind of coming back but mm -hmm. like that's like man like i don't people don't like understand like there's like you know like like style wise like today's style wild holeta style crazy margarita style insane right solos like dominance like like those guys specifically like i i don't like there's not many Leo Vieira, right? Shaolin, Leo those, those, Shaolin lightweight, those lightweight battles. Marcel Feitosa. Feitosa, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, um, but I think like, I don't know, me me personally, and then like, I always like reference Bustamante because he was always like yeah. calm and collect yeah. and like like slick, like yeah. not even like, you're just smooth, you know? So it's like, and there's a billion of them, but like, I like it because like guys like Holata, guys like Margarita, right? They were never like, you know, they're of course they were like champions and stuff like that, but like they kind of like got forgotten, forgotten about because there was someone else that might be like right. a solo or someone else that had more accolades. But like, man, like Marg Margarita for me, like that guy is stylistically how he did things, and Holeta how like you know like the whole inversion of stuff. Like, but Margarita for me, that's probably he's up there for me. Yeah. Style. The, the first time I saw Mar Margarita was, I don't know if you remember, they had a Pan Ams in Miami yes. in 1999. I remember watching the video. I don't remember. Okay, so. yeah. So what happened, usually it was at least two days before. It was two days before. Is that when he fought Fabio? Uh, no, he fought... Uh, or did he fought Fabio he in was, LA? Was, this was Purple Belt in 1999. He wasn't Black Belt yet. But that's the first time I saw him because he went against two of my teammates from Draculino and he beat them both. He won his weight and the absolute weight in Purple Belt. And uh, it was always two days. Something happened where they lost, I don't know, the second day. And so they had to do it all in one day. So we stayed there all night. We finished at like 6 in the morning. So I think I went at like 1.30 in the morning. And he was still going at like 3.30 in the morning. Some of my team was just still going. So we were basically staying up all night. And it was like, uh, it was crazy. But he was just like, like. He was just a savage. He's probably used to going out and whatever party. He was, he was, he was going hard, <laughs> going, going hard, hard right? <laughs> fighting the next day. I was like, dude. But that was the that was his breakout. And after that, I started paying attention to him. And then, sure enough, we go all the way to black belt. And then, you know, he'd be one of my my hero. You know, the solo and the and the absolutes. You know, um, 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 but yeah, man, he, what a what a phenom. You know, what a phenom. What a what a what legendary uh, matches he had, you know? I, didn't he come back and fight at the Worlds like five years later and he fought Hodger and like in black belt? I feel like 
I think so. He had that motorcycle accident. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. There's and then a, I think he was never like the same. But yeah. but uh, you know, I'm not sure. But he did. Yeah, he's just. I mean, he's, he was just. But like any 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 like any any anybody that like like looks for and I don't know. It's just like one of those things where it's like like I, I get super excited about the people now too, right? But it's like it's all this stuff and like I always get excited whenever there's like new blood of someone that's kind of like exciting in the space. And I think like right now, like you know, we went through like that wave where you had like every two or three three to five years within the sport yeah it kind of like slows down it yeah. kind of gets boring because you know, that guy hasn't emerged yet and like you know after like the bushesha phase right like that kind of went away it's kind of like been kind of like an impasse and of course gordon ryan now is like exciting for the space but that's kind of like getting ready to like make a lull and then i was like ah like who like who's exciting and then then you have like the re- the revitalization with like the Mika Gavals and like the Rotolo brothers is coming. and as soon as they can kind of hopefully they can keep the pace you know, like, but that makes me at least feel good. And not, yeah. not, not anything wrong about like all the other champions. That's cool. But like something that's exciting, you know, like, so. Never stops, right? It doesn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> it never stop. And I, I'm always like, no, I'm, I'm always like, I'm, I love the sport and the art and the culture so much. I'm ultra critical on it. Right. Even though I still love and like, I'm not, and I'm, if I'm like being critical on it, it's because I like care for it so much, you know, and it's like, I want like more people to watch it. I want more people to join gyms. I want more people to like consume and wear stuff that's like the culture of what we do. And then I think like, you know, like I think the sport itself, it's like, oh man, like why are they still fighting 10 minutes? Like, you know, or like, why can't they just do like six minutes? And like, well, jujitsu is this, jujitsu is that. I was like, I get it guys, but come on. Like, you know, we're not the only thing that's like this. You that's know? what we need, right? Just to pat the passion, showing the passion and then, you know, making those adjustments, mm-hmm. you know, and I think, I think, I think we're getting there. I think it's like, you know, it's slowly but surely, but I think like, you know, it's, it's come a long way from like, you know, early two thousands where you have to go into like a local high school gym and you're supposed to compete at like 8 AM, but you compete at 6 PM. PM. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was, right? You remember that? I mean, that was the standard. They had the pans in, in Florida, like Orlando. And then, uh, they had, the way, day before weigh-ins back in the day, right? And Brazil would be at Carlos, Carlinos, Carlos Gracie Jr.'s house. You know, it was next door to the to the gym. You know, so we'd go up to his like backyard and they had the weigh-ins there, and then you had all the brackets on the wall, like kind of you know taped to the wall. But then in Orlando and Florida, the line was like it was like I don't know, like all day, and you're, it was like Florida sun and heat, you know, humid. And so it's funny because people have, a lot of people have pictures from that day from the weigh-ins just because they were there all day you know and they you know somebody had a camera those disposable cameras or whatever and you look at those pictures and like man all those guys that stayed in those lines they're black belts today <laughs> right to be that committed to be that passionate right like I, I i always tell people like man you gotta be like you gotta be like a little crazy to stick with jiu-jitsu a long time i think now it's a lot easier to kind of like stay a little easier because i think people are are at least like like trying to get their program and their gyms like their their class structure a little better to kind of like but like man you gotta be you gotta you gotta have something special in your mind or something really deranged to be able to be like hey like i don't mind getting beat up or being in uncomfortable positions and then i think that's kind of like you know what forms the tribe you know because it's like it makes you who you are makes you better yeah persevere it's like it's like it's always like it's like, and everyone, it's always the same thing. Like, you're like, ah, like, I'm like, bro, I'm like, jujitsu is like a cult. Cause I was like, no matter what, like people preach the gospel. Once they're hooked, they're hooked, you know? And like, and then you're like, oh, like CrossFit's kind of like, kind of culty. You're like, 
they believe in what they're doing, you know, like that's, it's just because they like what they're doing, you know? And I think that's the, that's the beauty about jujitsu. It's like people believe in it so much because like it hits them in the place where it like helps them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like, that's a beautiful thing. And it's a benefit. Cause I think like once they're able to like stick, you know, it's like, you know, that's what we all want. You know, we all just want more people doing jujitsu and it add in and help into their lives, you know? So uh, it's, it's a the yin and the yang that had the um, we should give a shout out to TACFIT or whatever it is but TACFIT you know the yin and the yang to keep you healthy for the keep you keep going right oh, you get your black belt and you keep it going to the end you know the the TACFIT they're gonna be you know, like, <laughs> if they're not on it now you know like they they, they want to be on the front end they don't want to be on the back end you know but it's like yeah man I think that I think that's uh I think like the TACFIT stuff and that stuff is all the stuff that's like. It's kind of like right now, it's kind of like they're like, what is this? Huh? How? Like, that's what jujitsu was yeah, 20 years ago. Yeah. They're like, what? Huh? No, that's now it's like, hey, my kids do jujitsu. Like, everybody says their kids do jujitsu now. Like, and they're like, have you tried it? Like, no, it's just my kids do jujitsu. Like, you know, they want to try it. They're just super intimidated to go into the gym, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. But it's like, I, 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 have a, I have a strong feeling like tack fit and some of that stuff is going to be like, it's going to be right there in line yeah. with it. And I we, think ha we have to, right? That's the, that's the evolution. It's, and, and it's we should be better. You know, we should be learning, learning all these things with our training. You're, you're, you're always on the front of it. Alberto. You're always on the front end of it. Whether you're in the cringy high school gyms hanging out for like, you know, 24 hours trying to compete when there's like, oh my God. <laughs> when there's only, when there's only like six oh people staying God. at a local high school gym. You're like, why is there like six people overnighting here? And we're all doing this thing. I, and these same crazy I six people. I paid my dues. Okay. I paid my dues. I paid $80. I to compete you know i paid 80 dollars to do this and like to spend the night over here i'm like what for like this little like taekwondo medal that they just like re-stickered over you know they give it to me you know yeah, for those kinds of medals <laughs> in those days you know now the medals are all nice you know even our in-house tournament i got medals from brazil you know like super nice ones you know kevin got one shout out to kevin purple but Purple belt debut, you yeah. know, you gotta, <laughs> but man, those Cracker Jack box uh, oh. medals, you know, <laughs> seven matches, you know, wars, you know, it's crazy, you know. I think that's the, I think that's the beauty of just seeing where, where it is and where it's going. I think with like social media and the internet and just like things being more accessible. Yeah. I just think it's going to be, um, it's, it's going to be rad. I think the cool thing about the stuff that you're doing and just like watching it, right? Like, I think you've always been on the front end of it. Right. And I like almost like core to the culture, almost like some people would say to a fault because you're like so in love with it. I, I think anyone that's core to anything, whether it's like two people doing it or two million people doing it, like that's your that's your shit. You know, yeah, that's your thanks, thing. Man. I just try to follow the heart, you know, my heart and passion. And that's the best. Do what I man. feel like is right, you know. Yeah. And I think those those are the ones What's that the, like the best interest for my people and my community. And, totally. Yeah. And I, I, I could already, I, I could see it, man. And I, I, I've seen it. I've seen, I, I could already see where you're at now, where you were then, where you might be in the future, you know? And like, there's not many people that are doing the things that you're doing, right? And I think it's because like, and it's not like you just started day either after the pandemic, you've been doing this stuff forever. And I think that's what people don't understand, right? It's like, you know, people that are kind of on the front end, sometimes it's, sometimes it's a little like, challenging when you're on the front end because you're doing the heavy lifting or everyone else is like you're a little bit crazy or why are you doing that that's not like what's popular why don't you do this 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 but like at the end of the day it's your thing and do everybody do, when i follow my heart i do what's what i think is right what's what's the best best way you know totally totally and maybe it's a diff little bit different like doing jujitsu like going to brazil right 
going a different path, you know? <laughs> like, what that's am like, I doing that's, here? That's what, what I mean, am I man. Doing here? People don't even know. Like, you've been like, you've been crazy doing all this stuff. Getting like, robbed, <laughs> getting like, you know, sleeping in a, in an abandoned house on this island. Hey. I, I had to paddle a boat to get to. Uh, people are like, oh wow, like. Alberto got this nice gym and legacy, and like, like he just we like had a, my Amal left his his uh, Fusca, his Beetle, his Volkswagen Beetle. So it was cool. We had a we had a car, you know, and man, like uh, you know, Escohega, we'd go to you know, we'd go out, you know, and so it was you know, some some days we'd have like the the water, like it would smell kind of like sewageish, you know, and it would go into your clothes a little bit, you know. We'd go out all pumped, you know, and then at a car though, which is big, you know. But the the floor was kind of rusted, so it was like the Flintstones car, you know. Oh, <laughs> but just you know, just it's so funny all these different experiences, you know. But see, just you've been, you've been doing that, like you've been like you were traveling to Brazil, like in the early days when people. But it's still yeah, so different, right? Yeah, so like out of the the different different going a different way. Luckily, because my my good friends, I'm all Eastern, you know, had the courage to go out there. But then I was you know I was young enough and whatever crazy enough to just be like, this is it, you know, this is what I want to do, and then doing it right. That's that, that takes balls, man. It's like <laughs> it's like you know it's it's a lot easier to do one thing, but like you're 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 always like doing stuff your way and exploring, and I think that's cool, man. That's like well, it helps me to have great people around me, and include like that includes Sheryl and, and you, <laughs> and yeah, man, you know, straight up, you know, because it's uh, we it's, inspire it's each like, other, man. We're, we're trying the, to do our best. It's all about the company, you know. It's all about the, uh-uh. the support and the people around you. And we, we, you, you can that's know, my motivation. We just every day, we try, you know? <laughs> we just try and explore. We're just not non-stop exploring, you know, trying to make it better, trying to make it, make it funner and stuff like that. So, so. you've been around for, you know, two decades, you know, what, you know, I love to ask this question. What do you, what do you, what are you grateful for in this, in this space? Um, man, I think I'm just, I'm grateful for family, you know, I'm grateful for, you know, health. I'm grateful for, um, the culture and, and just being able to have the opportunity and, you know, I think, like, uh, of course, like, you know, God and everything else, like, uh, whoever your God is, you know what I mean? I think, uh, I think just, I think in general, I'm just, like, blessed and overall, like, somewhat humble to still be able to do this over mm-hmm. a period of time. And, you know, and I think some people don't have that opportunity, you know, and I've just been so fortunate enough to still be able to do something in a space that I hold dear to my heart, you know. And, um, yeah, I'm just, like, fortunate, man. That's, that's just me and, and blessed, so. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for being you, thank you. all the way through. <laughs> so, and thank you for having me on, man. I can't wait to see all the stuff you're doing in the future. So, thank I'm you. excited.